ACP Church family, welcome to the No Borders podcast, where every week we will discuss the sermon and share some personal takeaways. We are currently in our sermon series, Stories, where we will get to hear different testimonies from our church and learn how to share our own unique story of faith. All right. So thank you for joining me today. Today on the podcast, I got Pastor Devon, we got Chris the drummer, and we got Darby. And so we are going to be going through uh, the sermon today. And the highlight of today was Britt getting ordained. Yes. 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 So, so excited. Usually, usually he's on the podcast with us, um, but he uh, got ordained today. He had other stuff to do today. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. We'll give him this one week, but. Yeah, yeah just this one it. week, though. That's it. <laughs> Uh, but I wanted to kick us off here. Anybody um, got any just, I guess, stories about Britt or um, any kind of memories they have first time meeting him or anything that comes to mind? Well, for me, uh, meeting Britt, meeting his family, it seems like you always just met that perfect family. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're all pretty. <laughs> they all seem to have their stuff just together. Mm-hmm. You know, just so meeting meeting the family, you met Britt, right? And then meeting, getting to know Britt, getting to know that this this kid, because I, I met Britt as a kid, this kid really desired to follow Christ. Mm-hmm. I remember just him standing out. He wanted to do things right. He wanted to uh, he wanted to be right in the eyes of God. Um, that was a that was you just saw that he exuded that he walked that. So, you know, he's not perfect. We're gonna, <laughs> you know, we're gonna, he's not perfect. However, yeah. getting to know him that way was good for me. Definitely. I think growing up, like I, I, I think he was older because he's the oldest, right? So yeah. So I, he wasn't really much around when I was growing up, but coming back from college and then when he started taking over the youth program and then we went to, you know, camp. That's where I got to see like more of like who he is and how strong his relationship with God really is and how sensitive he is to the Holy Spirit. And that was just something that was like mind blowing, not just because, you know, but it's just, you don't realize, you know, how much he wants, like what you said, Devon, like to follow the will of God and how his heart is postured towards him and how much he just wants to, you know, reflect God in all he does. So that was a cool thing to get to see. Yeah. My, mine's really short. I just remember meeting him and thinking, someone else who talks as fast as I do, another <laughs> another micro-machine guy, you know, the micro-machine commercial guy. Uh-huh. Yes, I love it. That's awesome. So. His energy and his speed that he talks is it's just something I can relate to. So. Yeah. Yeah, for, for me, I, I remember meeting him in um, just a men's group um, morning session that we had, and but when you see him here, it's just the first thing that comes to mind is just his his style. You know, his 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 clothes. He's always dressed yes. nice, and we we made the joke here. You know, he's he's definitely got that youth pastor look, <laughs> and so um, he fits that role well. I don't know if he's going to have to change his wardrobe now that he's you know he's a, a pastor, pastor now. So he yeah. might have to he start looking like Devon over bit. there. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> He means that as a compliment. Is, compliment. is, it, is it, it a compliment? Is. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah. We'll twist it into a compliment. Yeah. But uh, but no, um, can't be more excited for him and, and his family. I mean, obviously, he's got his pregnant wife up there. A lot of good things coming on the future horizons for him. So Yeah, meeting his how, wife yeah. has just been a beautiful—I mean, she's yeah. a beautiful soul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You can also tell she handled business. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't play around. She does right. not. I love it. Yeah, I love right. it. Yeah. Uh, and both of them are, are gamers as well, if you guys didn't know that. 
Ooh, I, I knew he was a gamer, but yeah. she's a gamer. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. No. Kelsey. I'm not a gamer, really? so I, I can't really hang with that conversation, but um, I need to we're talk gonna to have, them. Yeah. Yeah. To them. <laughs> yeah. We're going to need to talk to them, but not in the way you want to talk to them. <laughs> What's your handle? <laughs> Let Chris go first. <laughs> so um, he gave a great first message there up, up on the stage uh, talking about Peter and talking about him walking on water and that story, you know, definitely resonated a little bit differently with me today as, uh, you know, I've heard it before, but he, he definitely gave some context to it. Definitely, you know, put some fire behind the, those words and that story a little bit. Um, did anything resonate with you today differently than it has in the past? Well, I would say for me, each one of these stories that we have discovered with, um, you know, this during the series has been a little different. Hearing Britt's story, Britt you know, he grew up in the church. He mm. was raised by Christian parents and he was, he, well, he's instituted in the church, right? Yeah. So hearing him having to walk through some of the things that the death of his father, that affected his family tremendously. And then right in that same season, he divorced, yeah. which affected him differently. But also I think that was, I, God also used that for as a steering. So Hearing his story and hearing how God did maneuver um, him and kept him through that was it was really good for me to to hear. It wasn't a yeah. you know it wasn't one of those stories that it wasn't a comeback story, right? Which is what we're used to kind of hearing is and giving accolades for. It wasn't that, but knowing that he was consistent, God saw him through it and he trusted God through it. Yeah, yeah. and and relating that to the the scriptures that he used, you know, he yes. has firsthand experience of that of being in the storm. And, you know, maybe taking his eyes off, off of God, but being able to um, still trust him through, you know, the, the difficult times and everything and how much you could see that, that that story resonated with his life and, and who he is. It's a brick quote for me now. For me now. Worship him soaking wet. Yeah. Uh, that's, yes. that's, that stuck with me. Yeah. 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 I enjoyed when he was sharing his story towards the beginning when he was talking about his first year at college and how he had a different major originally. And then someone told him, you have a call to ministry. So he switched his major, not knowing, you know, what would happen. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as he graduated, he said he booked it and went the other way, <laughs> kind of like a whole Jonah thing minus the will, you know? And then, um, you know, when he, the job was offered, he was like, you know, I felt like if I didn't take it, it was just being deliberately disobedient. And I think that's so important that sometimes we recognize that where we're called to be sometimes isn't going to be comfortable. Sometimes we're going to have to step out, but you know, he, he recognized that and had like the wisdom to kind of discern where God was leading him and that he just took that leap of faith and went out and did it. Mm. And something I like that he related, not his own story to what Peter was talking about in uh, Matthew 14, 28 and 29 is as soon as Peter, after they were terrified, thinking this is some ghost or apparition <laughs> or crazy monster, when he, um, I love how first Jesus immediately recognize he comforted them he says this is who i am it is me you know mm -hmm. don't don't be afraid and then i love how peter knowing his other stories in the bible the overzealous peter who often puts his foot in his mouth you imagine he would just jump in the water but i really like and the way that brit shared the story this stuck out to me more than usual in verses 28 and 29 is when peter said um lord if it is you tell me to come out there and i will he asked his permission. Yes. He didn't actually just say, okay, I'm going to do this and hopefully you'll make it work or hopefully right. you'll bless it. And that just stuck out more than ever to me of, you know what, this is Peter, the epitome of, you know, I'm just going to dive in and see what happens. And I know I do that often in my life to, to my digress. 
Um, but that stuck out to me that he immediately asked permission. Um, that just, that was huge to me. Um, and that once he said, yes, it is me, come forward, he, he was obedient. And that made me think to what you had mentioned, Darby, about yeah. um, early on and when you have a calling is make sure it's not your decision, your plan. Oh, and by the way, God, if you could bless that, that would be great. Right. Instead, I'm, it's hmm. let me follow you. <laughs> see, right. I, I saw that different. I, okay. I did see that scripture different. I'm, it, hey, I'm good with that. I yeah. like the way you did that. But I saw it when... Peter said, if it's you, mm-hmm. I, he needed affirmation that it was him, yeah. that it wasn't a goal. See, that's how okay. I saw it. That okay. it, And he, you know, he just wasn't going to, you know, he just, yeah. this could be something that don't, you know, yeah. you know, I'm not the one. I'm going to be on the boat. That's just me. I'm going to be that one on the boat waiting to see what happens, see who <laughs> oh that is that's gosh. coming up to it. I, hey, hey, I'm not Peter. I don't have that boldness. And all of us don't. You yeah. know, I know yeah. you do, yeah. Darby. I know. No. But I don't have that. I'm going to sit on the boat and I'm going to wait to see what happens. Is that Jesus? If that's Jesus, we're going to be all right. But if it's not, I'm going on the opposite side of the boat. Yeah. Right? I'm Good not boy. jumping in the water no matter what. No. Just not. They just got me. But... So actually, I, I saw I saw that okay. different that he needed that affirmation, but that was good. I, I like, like the way you put I that. I, I like both points. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. Five. Yeah, right. um, <laughs> and then um, you know, with the story going through, he's already in the water, walking on the water. He's gotten those miracle steps behind him, and it's just that how quickly that can change as far as you know the winds, the gusts that shift of your your gaze or your your who you're fixed on right. fixed on right. um how quickly you can kind of forget mm-hmm. those things and how that resonated with me of you know you can you can see all these miracles in your past you can see all these miracles happen around you and how quickly you can kind of get distracted or get pulled in a direction away from God if if you're not fixed on him and actively pursuing him I completely agree and I think Britt kind of mentioned that as well yeah. with the passing of his father mm-hmm. um it, I wouldn't attribute it as a, um, as a distraction, but he did say he questioned. That was the first time that he remembers questioning and then being hit directly after with a divorce. He questioned, which is understandably. He, there, were so, there was a report that said, we caught this early enough. You're going to be okay. Yeah. So when you stand and you believe on that and then the opposite happens. Mm-hmm. I don't blame him for right. it, right? But he, I think the bigger story is, is that he still questioned he still seeked God after mm-hmm. in that questioning he was yeah. seeking God yeah. you know I think we kind of miss that sometimes he was yeah. still seeking God because he was still seeking an answer and he was still seeking the one that could give the answer yeah. so he did that and he he still walked he still walked his story out and his story is still changing it's still being added right. to it's still happening but I, I, we saw that yeah yeah any anything else uh, from from the story that's that stood out to you today I, I would say just along that same line to, to what we just talked about is I love a lot of the parables in the Bible or stories, however you want to view it, um, are literal examples that we can take a lot of metaphors yeah. and a lot of things out of. And I love how it specifically says he was walking towards Jesus. And when he fixed his eyes on the wind, yes. when he physically took his eyes off of Jesus and started focusing on the obstacles, on the trials, on what was difficult, and he actually literally took his eyes off of Jesus, to your point, kind of complimenting what you were saying. Um, is uh, that's when he started sinking. That's when um, he just started losing faith because he he moved his focus. And that's something I know a lot of us can relate to is um, the where, the, again, this was a literal example, uh, but that happens in our hearts and in our minds is we go into it saying, I trust you, God, but then things start getting kind of rough. 
mm-hmm. and th- and things aren't exactly going how we expected. And we're like, okay, okay um, um, let me focus mm-hmm. on this. Wait, why is this happening? And then we, it's so easy to lose focus <laughs> on who's there in front of you saying, I'm right here, keep walking towards me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so easy to do. And I just love that. He immediately sank. But again, what did Jesus do right after? Walked right over, reached down his hand. I'm right here. I didn't wait for you, like learn how to swim and get to me eventually. He walked right over and, and pulled him out of the water. Um, and then yeah. right afterward, they all just worshiped in the boat. Um, yeah. I do, lo- but let's not forget, Jesus did say something to him when he went over and got him. Yes, he yes. did. He went. He said, "I remember, you know, specifically twice in Scripture where Jesus says, you, you have little, little faith.' Thing. Right? Yeah, yeah. What, what yeah. I was gonna, I was going to say though, with with that, he waited till he he cried out. He saw that Peter was sinking. <laughs> yes. He wasn't yeah. just going to grab him. Right. He was he was waiting for him yes. to make that mm-hmm. action towards Jesus to cry out and say, "Save, save me!" Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and that's important. Yeah, to to think about too. And just to your point, there's something that a lot of people have the misconception of because, you know, Jesus is full of grace and of mercy. Um, he, he called him out. I, that's what I like. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You have little faith. I mean, that's something we have to realize is if we make mistakes, we will be forgiven, but we're also going to be called out. He's going yeah. yeah. to make sure we're learning from our mistakes. And Jesus makes a big step right there. He says, yeah. I like how he finishes it. And most scriptures say, say it's the same way. He says, why did you doubt? Exactly. Like, yeah. I mean, that's a straight up... So who am yeah. I? Did yeah. you forget who I was? Yeah. And I can I can just remember that in my own mind, things that I've went through. And then I get to the end of it like, wow, look how you came through. Mm-hmm. And I can hear the voice of Jesus, my 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 uh, version of the voice of Jesus <laughs> saying, and what did you think was going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> did you think I was just going to leave you? You know, yeah. I kind of yeah. just yeah. see that. I can, I can. So that's, that's what I envision right here yeah. with, with Peter on what happened. Yeah. yeah. I love what you said when... Brett also mentioned like kind of what Chris touched on was that Peter responded to his failure in the middle of the storm with worship. And he said, you know, we weren't just created to worship before the storm or yeah. after the storm, but also through it. Yeah. Um, and the kind of fixes goes on to, you know, fixing your gaze on Jesus through it all. Um, just also that, you know, sometimes we're being called to just keep pursuing him in the middle of whatever we're going through, mm-hmm. but it's not always going to be easy, but of course, you know, it's what we're created to do. So, yeah. Ooh, Yes. Yes, Darby. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That is what we are created to do. Wor- yes. Worship is not always going to be pretty. It's not always no. going to sound in tune. It's not going to, you know, be the right melody that you feel like it should be. It's going to just, it has to just be consistent. And yeah. consistent is what God calls us to be. And so uh, through that. Uh, but yeah, so as as we're just kind of wrapping up, any any final closing thoughts? Uh, just thinking about Britt's story and how he... Um, just related it today. Thinking about Brit's story and how we related it today. Hmm. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. What me? Yeah, you. Oh. I'm looking at you. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was just gonna say it's it's so cool to hear these stories and to just see how God has had His hand in like every single story, but every mm-hmm. single detail, and He doesn't waste a thing. Like even when we think that what we're going through is just not important or not relevant to our story that, you know, he uses it eventually to either bless the people around us or to just create and mold us into the people that he's calling us to be. And so that we just got to be faithful and trust him and be persistent in that. Yeah. And you've gotten to see Britt through the youth and obviously Mm -hmm. you're not able to share your, your full story, uh, you know, up there on stage. And so that, you know, just, just is just a call to action to create community and reach out to people here in the church because, you know, yeah. you can learn a lot from the people, learn a lot about their their story just by, you know, 
going and striking up a conversation with them. And so definitely encourage, you know, people that ha- don't know Brit to, to go out and, you know, talk with them because they'll talk your ear off, you know. It was, <laughs> yeah. a, it was a great service today, <laughs> too. Yeah, it was very beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It was a good service. Yeah. I would just I would just say in wrapping up something that just Britt helped remind me of today is if God has put a calling on your life, just go for it. Don't don't be afraid. Um, that's something that Jesus said to Peter. That's something Britt had mentioned multiple times is um, if God has a calling on your life, you're going to make some mistakes. Don't let that bog you down. Don't let the enemy try to make you so focused on all the mistakes that you've done yeah. that you don't allow yourself to keep moving forward. And if God has put a calling on your life, it's there for a reason and for a season. Um, so go there and follow. If you feel that calling, seek counsel on it. Talk to people who are also in that calling. Pray about it. Um, and just just like Bert said, just go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me, I, I, for one, I want to do a reminder that we are still collecting those stories. These mm-hmm. stories have been just a, tr- a tremendous testament to what God is doing, doing in our church and doing with our church. Um, so if you haven't sent your story in, if you're listening to this podcast, send it in. Um, you can send it to info at cpchurch.net. Um, I love the way Pastor Tom says it's a great tragedy to an untold story. So getting to hear Britt's story today was wonderful um, and the way that he delivered that that message. Yeah. And um, before we close out, Pastor Tom gave Britt a few things to to focus on as as a fellow pastor. What were what would you be kind of some advice for Britt? So I would I would give an exclamation point to when Pastor Tom told him to guard. He he, he told him to guard a couple things to guard his heart. Um, and to guard his mind, guarding his heart and his mind, I, it very, it's very important. Guard his time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, that was, that was the second thing, um, to guard his time, to guard his time for himself and to guard his time with his wife. Um, he told him that there's going to be a lot of things that are gonna, that's going to ask you for your time, but be wise with that to know because there's always going to be another tragedy. There's always going to be something else. So mm-hmm. I, that advice that he gave him um, as a pastor, I would echo mm-hmm. to anyone that's walking in their mm-hmm. calling no matter what. Um, be careful about that. Um, you know, you made me lose the rest of my thought on what I was going to say. Yeah. It was so good. Uh-huh. It was so powerful. It was, it was too polished. Was, I, I mean, had to interrupt you. It was coming. Um, oh I do want to say, as Britt closed, um, as he asked people if they knew if they knew Christ, something that stood out to me um, in this walk, Peter walking on water story and this 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 history that we had, the storm didn't calm until Jesus reached the boat. So if you don't have Christ in your life, Bring him on the boat with you. Bring him on the ride with you. Mm. Your storm, he will be there with you in the storm, and he's going to give you something for it. And it's something we call the P word. We call it peace. So just walk with Christ, and he'll give you that. Yeah. Very good. Yep. So worship God soaking wet. I'm looking forward yeah. to hearing some more uh, new Brit translations as he kind of goes up there. Those are great, by uh, the way. Yeah, that's right. We so, need more of those. That's right. So we'll get to see him, I'm sure, um, in the coming weeks and months and everything. But uh, thank you guys for joining me. Uh, we'll continue next week as we wrap up our story series. Uh, other than that, have a great weekend, a great Labor Day. All right, guys. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.